Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited for you to join us today. To find out more about us, visit highway.com.au. Welcome everyone, all those watching at home, online. Great to have you with us today. Great to be back. Annie and I have been uh, away on our leave, which we have every January. Uh, we go away with our kids and our grandkids, and uh, it is... It is Full on, let me tell you. Nine grandkids, and uh, it's full on. It's just amazing. But we have a great time, a great refreshing time for, you know, just being family. Um, We just love it. But, you know, last year was a challenge, and I'm sure that many of you, like myself, were, were sort of waiting for December 31 at the stroke of midnight, you know, believing that, oh, at last this year is done. It's gone. And uh, it's behind us, which is a good thing. Now it's time to look ahead to what this year brings. I think last year got us by surprise. It was a bit of a shock last year. We'd never confronted all that stuff before. But now we can have a little bit of hindsight to be able to say, okay, what does going forward look like? And that's what we need to focus upon. Our world's change. Our world may never go back to the way it was. But that's good news because that gives us now an opportunity to build it better. To work with what we've got and to build from here and to build it better than it was before. Hindsight is a wonderful thing. You never know, uh, you know how strong a ship is until it goes out into the the storms in the ocean and come out the other side because you don't know and you know it, uh, it until it's tested where the weaknesses are and where the strengths are you never know its true worthiness while it's roped on the dock but that's good news for all of us today you know why because we're still standing. You know, we did 2020 and we're still standing. You know, we're still faithful. We're still on top. We're still praising Him. We're still crying out, He is good. Because He is. We haven't lost it. And as a church and as believers, you know, many were shaken like never before. But God will use that. God will use that. You think, gee, I did it tough. I went through this, I went through that. Okay. But God will use that. God will use it to prepare you for what is to come. Whatever that is, you'll be stronger. Whatever that is, you'll be more equipped to cope. Whatever that is, you'll be more excited about the faith possibilities that come upon your life. You ever see the, the footage had this picture in my mind. You know when a bushfire goes through and, and uh, Channel 9 or whatever news uh, outlet shows the people go back to the place and they're standing there at the, at, at the slab, you know, at, at what's left. They're standing there and they're, you know, the, the, the caption in my mind is, how do we build from here? How do we build from here? How can we build it better? And you know, Annie and I, 
have come back this year with, a, with an absolute conviction, an absolute resolve in our heart that no matter what happened last year, no matter what was shaken, no matter what doesn't look the same anymore, but it's different, you know what? We're going to build from here. We're going to rebuild and build it better. Better than it's ever been, stronger. Why? Because you know what? We're stronger. All of us are stronger together. And we found that out over that season. It's our opportunity. It's our opportunity to stand up, to rise up, and to build afresh. Not only for us as a church, but also as believers. You see, Jesus taught us in Matthew chapter 7, turn to that in in your Bibles if you brought them. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 to 27. It says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell with a great crash. (coughs) Very familiar passage of scripture. But I just want to bring out three, three points in this today. Number one, I want to look at the foundation. It talks about in verse, verse 45, uh, in verse 25, it says, you know, the rain came down, streams rose, winds blew, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. Foundation is incredibly important. The house is is copying it from every side, every circumstance, every situation is coming against it. But the saving grace was the foundation was anchored to the rock. And I think the major thing that 2020 did was to expose the foundations of every one of us, (laughs) if we're honest. Exposed the foundations and and revealed our strengths and revealed our weaknesses. That's a good thing. (coughs) You see, it's a believer's responsibility to build the right foundation and on the right footing. And that's what's been exposed. Our foundation, our footing has been exposed. You see, you remove all the structure, remove all the rituals and, and what remains. What remains? It was like uh, last year for the first time in history. The church doors were closed. First time ever that the church doors were closed. You could not go to church. Now, if your foundation consisted of Sunday church, if that was the extent of your relationship with God, if that was the extent of, of you know, your Christianity was, yeah, I go to church every Sunday or, or every second Sunday, or whatever, that's mine, you know, last year, that foundation would have been washed away for you. Is that true? Would have. 
I had a friend of mine talk to me and he said, you know what, I know we can't go to church. He said, but it's caused me to rebuild my personal relationship with God. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. The foundation is not in Christ, then that's where we need to return. Your foundation was built on on a consistent personal relationship with Jesus. If your foundation was built upon, you know, getting into the Word of God regularly and allowing God to speak to you through the Word, you know what? You wouldn't have been shaken last year. Your foundation wouldn't have been barely scathed at all. And the strength of Christianity is, is about who we are, not what we do. Because, you know, what we do should flow out of who we are. Amen? And if our foundation is solid, if our convictions are strong, nothing will shake that. And, and the fruit of our life will reflect that. Fruit of our life will reflect that. John 15:5, Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So see, this is our opportunity. This is our opportunity to check the foundation post-2020. To look at it today and go, you know what, where am I? Where am I at? You know, what, what fell off last year? What was the conviction of mine that I let lapse? What was the truth, something I believed and, and, you know, I'm a bit shaky in that right now. I'm a bit disillusioned in that. See, one of the things that happened last year, and, uh, you know, we're watching it online and, you know, the team did an amazing job. I, I've had comments from people, you know, all over the world. But as you're sitting there, you know, sort of flicking through your... Say, oh, gee, I'll, have, I'll listen to that speaker. And, uh, oh, I haven't heard of that bloke. I'll listen to him. And, and I'll listen to that one. And all of a sudden, I think, I'm thinking, man, this is confusing. There is a whole lot of, of variations of what people interpret Scripture to be. And some of the stuff that I watched, I'm thinking, flip. This is dangerous. This is scary. There's no Bible in that at all. That's why we've got to come back, get grafted in, connected into the vine, and make sure that the fruit that's produced is good fruit, fruit that remains. The evidence of our foundation, the evidence of our connection with Christ. So this is our opportunity. If my foundation is built upon the absolutes, in the word of God, I won't be shaken. If my foundation, you know, has a, has a passionate cause of Christ attached to it, then I won't be shaken. I won't be shaken. I haven't lost anything in the pandemic. The foundation is anchored correctly and we can begin to rebuild because everything we build is affected by the foundation. Everything we build is affected by the foundation. And number two today, I want to talk about family. 
I see family in this in verse 24 because it says there in verse 24, um, you know, therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house. He built his house on that foundation. He built his household on that foundation. And there's a very challenging message in all of this. Very challenging. And that's the foundation we build has a direct effect on the people who dwell in the house. Your foundation affects the people in your world directly. That's a challenge, isn't it? Affects the people in our world directly. And the good news is that, you know what? That can have a positive effect. I mean, this foolish guy who built his house on the sand, who didn't have the right foundation, when it came crashing down, it affected his whole world, his whole family in that house. But there are others that have made the right decision about their foundation, and it's had a positive effect. You remember the jailer in Acts chapter 16? Acts chapter 16, this man decided to build the right foundation. He asked Paul and Silas, he says, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. You and your household. Verse 30, 31. Now the decisions we make are like that, that stone that's thrown in the pond and, and the ripples go out and affect everywhere you know, they reach. So the foundation we build has a direct effect upon my generations. It's good for us to know that. It helps our decision-making process. I think one of the greatest motivations in my life, one of the greatest motivations in my life is I know that the decisions that I make as a man, as a husband, as a father, as a pastor, have a direct effect upon my children and my grandchildren. And to be honest with you, I don't need any more motivation than that. I don't need any more motivation. I never want, I never want my grandkids to be ashamed of their granddad. That's enough for me. That's enough for me. It's enough for me to want to build the best foundation. The best foundation for them to build their life upon. It's my responsibility and it's it's my privilege to build a foundation that they can build it better that that can be their launch pad where they can build their life upon their foundation. We're very conscious here at Highway Church, you know, that the, the foundation that we're laying will position families for building a successful life for the generations to come. It's always been our dream. It's always been a passion. We're a family church with a mission's heart. We've always been that way. Family is the core. Family is the hub. And Jesus in the centre. Now, if we've accepted Jesus as Lord, 
if we're born again, and if we're given access to every opportunity to have a better marriage, to build a better family, to do life better, then we'd be fools to waste that opportunity, amen? We'd be fools to waste that opportunity. We've got everything at our fingertips to build it better. Let's use it. You say, yeah, well, you know, I made that decision in the past and that would cause me some damage, cause some grief. Okay, that's the past. We're looking at a foundation right now, a fresh foundation, and we're saying, how can we build it better? How can we build it better? Past is past. We can build this better. See, we're only foolish if we do nothing. We're only foolish if we let it remain. When we have the opportunity and we have the wherewithal, we have the knowledge to build it better. Amen? Because number three... It's about your faith. It's about your faith. If you look at verse 24 there, it says again that, you know, the, the, the one who hears his words and puts them into practice, the wise man who built his house on the rock. Built his house on the rock. And I don't mean Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> you know, you say rock, he's the one that comes into your head. I know that. I don't want you to be looking up here with that image in your mind because you're going to be bitterly disappointed. It's about building upon the rock, and I mean Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Jesus Christ, the chosen one. Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The Son of God we're talking about this morning. And he says at the beginning of verse 24, he said, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, that's the key. That's the key. And you know what? We can all do that. We can all do that. Put it into practice. Let it build something within us. The right foundation is anchored to the rock. And the cement that binds it all together is obeying the teachings of Jesus. See, Christianity is not confusing. Christianity is not, it's not hard. You just got to say yes. Amen? It's that simple and it's that hard. Because saying yes to Christ means saying no to my flesh. Remember when Jesus asked his disciples who people were saying that he was? And Peter, in, in Matthew 16, 16, he said, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus was so excited. He was so excited. He thought, wow, finally, someone has got it. Someone has caught that revelation. This is amazing. And he said in verse 18, And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. That rock is the revelation of who Christ is. Have you caught that revelation? Have you caught the rock? 
The understanding of Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He is the Messiah, the one sacrificed to take away your sin. Is he, have you got that revelation? And if you've got that revelation and you've said yes to him, then that just continues on. It's just another yes. And another yes. And another yes. And another yes. And I'm telling you, your life just gets better and better and better and better. Why? Because you're building on a foundation that's, that's connected to the rock that does not change, does not shift, regardless of circumstance or situation. He will never let you down. I can promise you that. And you know what? To many of us in this room today, that's good news. That's the gospel. That's good news. What am I saying? For many in their faith, you might be like that person on the the Channel 9 bulletin. You might be like that person today where your faith took such a shaking that you're looking at just a flat foundation and going, how do I build from here? How do I build again? How do I refire? How do I rekindle that passion, that the foundation that's going to get me through to finish well? Right to the very end. We need to get our faith anchored back under the teachings of Jesus Christ and you will build it better. You can't fail. You can't fail. You will build it better. So what do we need to do? Get back to the absolutes of Christianity. Go back to the beginning. Go back to the foundations. Do what you know to do. Put Jesus at the centre of your life. So much came in last year. So much, you know, you create a void, something will fill it. Who knows that, amen? And I know, you know, like, flip. Every Sunday's been church for me as long as I've been a believer. And last year, I'm on the beach. (laughs) Now, don't worry, I was fully clothed. I didn't want to scare the children. But I'm like, it was weird. You know, I'm looking around saying, is anyone from highway here? Like, (laughs) pastors on the beach. Sunday. Sunday, the holy day. And you know what? If I'm honest, after a while, kind of enjoyed it. (laughs) Somehow the guilt just left me. Amazing, that isn't it? Just amazing. And I'm thinking, wow, this is what humans do <laughs> on their day off. So unreal for me. Do you know, as as lovely as that was, there was a there was a trap. Because my flesh loved it too much too much let's get back to the absolutes get back to the word 
take every opportunity to gather together. Whether we're here in the house on Sunday or home online, take every opportunity to gather around the Word, to gather together in fellowship, to start to take some faith steps. Who remembers those? You know, little scary faith steps where you step out of your comfort zone and believe God for something audacious. Why? Because He's God and because I can. And the excitement of when, you know, the Holy Ghost would move and it's like, He's still got my address. You still got my address. You know, we need that. We need, that have to be a big thing. You don't have to grow another leg, which would look a bit weird. Just the small ones, just the small things. But you know it's God. And it builds your faith. I was talking to Robbie this morning. And where he's gone? Oh, he's hiding over there. I was talking to Robbie this morning, starting a new business. And I remember my business days, you know, my faith was so strong because I had to step out in faith. I had to trust God every day for business, for for whatever. I had to step out and believe. See, when you're on a wage, kind of robs you of that desperation for faith. The business owners here would know what I'm talking about. Well, that rekindled last year because, you know, the security of church doing church every Sunday, everything. What does it this year look like? Well, well, you know, we're just doing, no, all that was gone. Had to start stepping into some faith challenges that we've never done before. It was good for us. It was good for us. So for Annie and I, 21 is about pioneering again. We pioneered this church 26 years ago. On April 8, 9. Always say that. April 9. I'm just probably ahead of Anne. <laughs> Apparently April 9. And uh, 26 years, we, we started with a handful of people, ads in the paper, and prayed like crazy that anyone would turn up. And that was a miracle. People did. 26 years later, we're pioneering again. We've got a foundation before us and we're saying, come on, Highway, let's build it better. Let's build it better. Let's take this next level. Amen? It doesn't matter what it looked like. It only matters what it's going to look like. And that's in the heart of Jesus Christ and it's in your heart as well. So let me pray for you this morning. Then we're going to worship Why don't you bow your head? You know, if you're looking for a church here today, if you're visiting, if you're new, you're in the right place. God is going to do something. And you're going to be a part of it. But it's not about sitting in a chair. It's about rising up as the body of Christ. And if you'll say yes, He will build a foundation for the rest of your life that cannot be shaken. Highway family, as you're sitting here today, we've got to rebuild. 
We've got to rebuild. And I'll tell you what, it's fun and it's exciting. Because we're doing it for Jesus. We're not the smartest, we're not the sharpest, we're not the best. We're just faithful. And that's all he needs. So Father, I pray today that my first message in 21, I pray, Lord, as we, as we look in our mind to that, that foundation, that, that slab that's all we've got, we're going to build again. We're going to build anew. We're going to build it better. We know what worked in the past. We know what didn't work. We're going to rebuild on the foundation of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. And our generations, our generations, Lord, will flourish because of that decision we make today. Our generations will flourish. I declare it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a good Sunday.